This episode of the YN Crew Podcast is brought to you by Times Cineplex. Hey guys, it's Kev. So this is Naz. I am Tibby. This is Del. And you all know who this is. And we are the Wyan Crew. Oh yeah. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Wyong Crew Podcast. Woo-hoo! That's right, we're all back this week for another episode of your favorite podcast, where we talk about all things movies, especially movies that are playing here in Brunei Darussalam. I'm your host, as usual, Kev, and up next, it's my co-host, it's Del. Hello, yo. I had a very good sleep last night. That's good to know. Because the last few days, I have not slept well. Because uh, stress. Or was it more fuse tripping in your house? Fuse tripping in my house? No. <laughs> it's it, it was just work. Okay, it's a bit hot today, isn't it? Not as hot as the few days ago. Okay. Right. I, guess <laughs> I feel like Dell has to argue against everything. Yeah. He just can't go, yeah. yeah. I, can't, I, I can't agree to something that is not the fuse breaking. <laughs> you could. <laughs> All right, up next, it's our other co-host of the podcast, it's Kai. Sup, guys? How's it going? Oh, wow. Uh-oh. <laughs> Third week in a row. Y'all I think know you should just who this was. lose it. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> Depressed now. <laughs> uh, okay, just getting ready for Hari Raya. Oh, so yeah. a lot of last minute shopping and fixing up the house and stuff. That's coming up in less than a week for our listeners yeah. here in Brunei and in the region. And I think we should, uh, you know, take this chance to wish our listeners Selamat Hari Raya. Selamat Hari Raya, yeah. Mahasar and Batani. If anybody the Wayan has ever offended you, check your privilege. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We didn't mean it. <laughs> um, I don't enjoy know. Enjoy your Raya break, folks. <laughs> All right. Uh, and finally, it's our other co-host of the YN Crew. She's back. Please welcome Nikkei. Hello. Hello. Definitely be checking my privilege. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to lift this down. I know. Oh, well. <laughs> this week, we're talking about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which is a movie that myself and Kai were kind of super, excited, super for. excited about. But we'll talk more about that uh, later on in the show on our full review but first, let's get to the uh, first bit of the show. As usual, it's movie news. And kicking off this week, we're going to have to talk about this because we were talking about this uh, off the air. And it's about the Kelly Marie Tran controversy that's been going on on social media. And ha- now she's off Instagram. She's deleted all her photos because of all the hate that's been uh, thrown up against her. And it's, it's, uh, it's a shame to see, really. It really is. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of The Last Jedi. Yes. And I thought there were a lot of characters that I, I didn't really particularly think were needed in the plot. And I think Admiral Holdel, Rose Tico, obviously there'll be stories that further explore them and they'll make their place in the film more important. But I cannot imagine for the life of me spending days and hours and precious time attacking someone because they were doing their job. And it seems like it's a coordinated attack. It really it, was. It really does. I mean, even even though we have director Ryan Johnson jumping in and saying, you know, it's nice to see that you guys have finally driven her off in social media, although not really putting his foot down because, mm. you know, he doesn't want to piss off the fan base, yeah. I guess. And more recently, we had Mark Hamill himself, Luke Skywalker, I think coming to the aid of Kelly Marie Tran by posting up an Instagram post of him and her in a hug saying, you know, get a life, nerds, hashtag. Yeah. And do you guys have anything else to say about this? I don't know. It's just, you know how whenever you post something on Instagram and then like you get a comment and then you open your notification and somebody's saying like get 100 followers or earn quick money or stuff like that. You know how annoying that can be to delete and moderate? I can imagine being a, being an actor or a, or a young actor or actress who just got their break and having to deal with that thousands of times mm. every time you post a picture. It's so frustrating. And mm. this is also, I think, sort of the same reason why Daisy Ridley left Instagram two years ago because of the constant people just being annoying. Yeah, you're not right I for think the, it's part the same and this and that. Yeah, it's this, probably the same group of people yeah. who has been uh, doing this. And I really don't understand what, what's the... Uh, why people, some people, have the kind of time and energy to be so hateful and vengeful when, you know, it's, it's just a piece of entertainment. If if you can't accept it, then just let it go. Like, what's the end goal? Yeah. Well, like, what are they hoping is going to happen? 
Like, what are, they, are they hoping, like, Lucasfilm and Disney would uncanonize Last Jedi? No. It's, it's, it's not never going to happen. It's never going to happen. They just... are fighting a losing battle, aren't they? Yeah. But yet, they think that with enough of these uh, online presence, maybe they can change Lucasfilm? Oh, that's so pathetic. Because even, like, I am not that big of a fan of The Last Jedi, and I know some of you are not as well. But I would want to have Ryan Johnson now to do that trilogy first. Just to be spiteful of this to, yeah. to this group just to I, I rub it in their mean. face even though and you know, there, there, there's a Facebook screenshot that's going around saying I'm super proud I drove Kelly Marie Tran off Instagram yeah. mm-hmm. and stuff like that I'm like what kind of a psychopath do you have to be to drive a human being off a social media platform just or for, just traumatize yeah. a human being enough because your action movie adaptation sorry your action figure adaptation movie didn't live up to your expectations yeah. and, and let's not forget that you know the uh, the threats and you know the, the, the bad energy that's you know being thrown on her it's not just about being in the movie it's her race it's yeah the racism yeah. is really a step too far yeah it's it's her physicality you know you're not right to be in a star wars movie yada yada i mean there is no end to this because yeah. these people will always be around uh, and these are the same group of people who keep going like oh bring back the eu it's like yo it's yeah. dead stop <laughs> trying to bring it back this is what I, I i i label this group as a terrorist and they will not win because lucasfilm will not give in to them but what I want to see now is Lucasfilm come out and officially say we do not want this as our fans we do not want this group anywhere near our uh, movies or our yeah. theaters they are banned from going into the, our movies because, you know, buying you, our Blu-rays they don't represent the values that you know not just not yeah. representing the values but why even why do these people even have to exist when they are causing mayhem and destruction they, they just should not be um, anywhere near any form of entertainment because they can't accept something that doesn't live up to their imagination yeah. yeah, I mean we, we've all heard of keyboard warriors. These you know these no, are, these guys really are yeah. the keyboard masters. The, the mm. keyboard fundamentalists, maybe you know yeah, more, more to the extreme. It's disgusting. Yeah, if you don't already talk about you know just do a quick Google search and you'll you'll get caught up and you'll see how ugly this has gotten. Anyway, let's start off with more news that we got this week in terms of Hollywood. Did you guys check out the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse trailer? Yeah. First full trailer. I love it. Looks really interesting. I like the animation style. I like how, you know, it looks like it's lifted straight off a comic book panel. Yep. Things in the background or the foreground seem to be out of focus. And, you know, they force your your, your shift on, onto a certain thing. On certain scenes with an action sequence, it kind of looks like there's more colors suddenly. Yeah. And then it yeah. just... It's like jumping off from a comic book yeah, page. Like, like for one frame, like the colors pop yeah. and it's like orange or yeah. green or mm. something. Plus ah. also, I I don't know. Did they just put in like a 3D version of the, the, the scene and not put it back into 2D to show us <laughs> the trailer? Because I, it's like the, the blue and the, the red and the green kind of... It's like those 3D movies that, you know, uses this yeah. primary color to uh, make the 3D effect but I I think that's more sort of like the point of view of the lead character like he's looking at the TV and then everything around him is just sort of out of focus he's looking at that mm. and, and they took a different approach to it it's like as if you're watching an, a motion comic like the comic pages right. are moving the panels are moving that's what I felt when I saw it. And I, and it's got a stellar voice cast. Yeah, yeah, they've got a stellar voice cast. I mean, I, I'm not sure. I don't have it in front of me. But we do see in this trailer as well, you know, like an older Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, Which is his, his voice is a bit distracting. His voice is the voice of that guy from New, New Girl. Girl. Yeah, that's why. And, or the, the mummy. The mummy, yeah. yeah. The best friend in the mummy. Spider-Gwen makes an appearance in this yeah. right at the end of the trailer and yeah I mean I'm looking forward to it it's coming out end of this year December 2018 we had like a full year to wait for this movie because they announced it uh, last December but you know six more months ago yep. wow yeah if you yeah. put it that way <laughs> yeah uh, we also got a trailer for Wreck-It Ralph 2 oh yeah Ralph breaks the internet um, yeah yeah Break- I I liked it, but I have my fears. I mean, this it, it looked like the Emoji Movie. Yes, really? yeah. but uh, I, I I felt like this was Disney advertising Disney. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Star Wars, princesses, Marvel. Like Vanellope asked that 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 the I don't know librarian what's the craziest or something the place that... knows more. Huh? Knows more. Knows more is the 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 internet website where you want to get information. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, I I don't know. Like the the search bar. Yeah, that's more. She asked, like, what's the craziest place that you can uh, introduce to me? And and straight away we go to Disney. I don't know if that is... Sure, they are trying to sell Disney because it's a Disney property, but 
I don't know if Disney is the craziest place to be. This is like the convergence of no, all the Disney properties because we got we got start we got like a shot of like the Millennium Falcon, yeah, yeah. yeah. stormtroopers, stormtroopers. We we saw Iron Man fly by the screen yeah. and you heard the pulses. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's Marvel characters. There's uh, Star Wars characters. Um, and then there's the princesses at the end. Yeah. Which um, was the best part of the trailer? I guess and so. I I could be wrong, but I saw a post saying they're all voiced by the original. Original, yes. yeah, okay. yeah. Yes. original. Wow. So Kristen Bell and everyone's in this. Yes, yeah, yeah Mandy wow. Moore. Yeah. The first trailer, the teaser trailer that came out like months ago, uh, it also finished with a very funny scene at the end. So uh, even though the the all this the beginning of the trailer leading up to that final scene, they are just kind of mediocre. But I remember also the first movie, the first trailer, the, those trailers, they didn't do much in terms of uh, getting me excited. But the movie itself became really, really good. So maybe it's the same kind of effect. Because there, like I said, the ending of each trailer is still very good. And uh, I, I laughed a lot watching those. Well, we, we can only wait and see. I mean, part of the first movie that I really remember was that sort of like, it was so kind of like a like a support group for thing. the villains, and you had King Cooper, you had Zanjif, yeah. and you know all these video game characters. So that, yeah. that 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 stood out for me. I I didn't see any of that here, but it was just you know Disney properties in there. We'll just have to wait and see. I guess. Well, I don't think that all these Disney characters will play a big part. There's going to be a really small part, like in the first one, because they paid for the rights for like Street Fighters and all that so much, and then they only have like yeah. a few seconds of yeah. time, and the rest is really about Raph and Princess Penelope. Mm. So I think this one will probably be the same. They just show like this character that we all know that's going to be in this movie and we will be looking so forward for it. Or people who are fan of these princesses or Star Wars will want to watch it because of that. But then they're just going to be like a few seconds of screen time with it. That's why I think it is. Let's be. hope. I mean, whatever the case, you know, when they're on screen, I'm sure we're going to enjoy it at yeah. least. And go, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. <laughs> Pop culture references. Pop culture. Yeah. Up next, The Lego Movie 2. The second part gets a trailer and uh, it seemed a bit sort of Mad Max-ish in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Very... I'm confused, this one. You're confused? Yeah. yeah. Like, how did we end up with everything being awesome to Mad Max? What, what happened? Like, because... At the end of the first movie, the father, played by Will Ferrell, yes. lets the son play with the Lego. No, uh, let the, and the daughter came in. At, that was at, right at the end. Yeah. Uh, we, we're from Planet Duplo. Yeah. 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 Um, so there's no tie into that one, I think. And this one just jumped right into, well, the trailer at least just jumped right into a Mad Max kind of dystopia world. Yeah. So uh, I am a bit thrown off and I don't really recognize the characters anymore. So I'm a bit confused. Mm. But oh, let's see. Let's wait for the next trailer. Yeah. Um. Mm. Everyone's back in this. You know, Chris Pratt's back in it. Elizabeth Banks is in it. Mm. Will Arnett's back. Will Arnett's back. Uh. Yeah. He's making an appearance. I don't know how this universe works anymore. No, I neither do I. Because because we have a solo Lego Batman. Yeah. Film and I don't, I don't know yeah. if that's part of this. And there's a Ninja Go movie as well. Yes. Yeah. Which was bad. Anyway, <laughs> let's hope this next movie is not as bad. How to Train Your Dragon Three. I had a trailer come out, and uh, I I thought it was you know a good sort of first trailer where it reintroduced back to the characters that we love. Uh, you know, Toothless, and you know he's the Night Fury, and now there's a White Night Fury. Or a it's a Light white? Fury. Light Fury. Light Fury. Light Fury. Fury. Yeah. Apparently, she can teleport. No. Um, Night Fury can teleport too but it's not it's teleporting it's, it, it's so fast that yeah. it feels like it's teleporting uh, it flies so fast like zoop zoop like it feels okay. like teleporting okay but then we saw in this trailer the Light Fury did that fire thing and then she disappeared yeah and I was like okay that's kind of cool it's a ninja cool. move <laughs> it's a ninja move I've I, never seen How to Train Your Dragon what any, any of it neither wow why I don't know that oh no because he's cool like that <laughs> I don't know <laughs> nothing to do with that because I think when they were when the first movie came out I'm like you can never train a dragon <laughs> I'm excited for this because I believe that you know this franchise has a lot of heart in it like that's like what you, I was told you feel yeah. for, for the characters yeah I love the first movie uh, it was, it's one of like my top 
top animated movies of all time. But it's the, it's the second one that kind of dropped the ball. I really don't like the direction that they took with it. So this going into this third one, I'm, uh, I don't know how to feel about it because I'm still skeptical and, and the way that the second one ended, I didn't like it. And then going into this third one, we'll have to see. We'll mm. have to see. Okay. He's, he's older now. He's got a beard. No, yeah. but that's only one scene. No, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Captain America now. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Captain America. <laughs> Everyone's sort of milking this. <laughs> uh, here's yeah. something that I hope has a lot of heart when it comes out later this year. The Bumblebee movie. Now, we got to see the first trailer for this movie. And we've all universally panned the Transformers franchise so far. So far. On, on this podcast. You know, especially the five Michael Bay ones that have come out before Four this. Michael Bay ones. For because, because we like the first one. The first one's good. That you're right. <laughs> we like the first one, so it's two, three, four, and five. That's four movies. But this movie looks good. It actually does. Bumblebee, yeah. the Bumblebee movie that we just got a trailer this week. Look, I'm excited. I'm actually excited because it tugs on my kid heartstrings. Yeah. Like that's what Bumblebee was in the cartoon. And who's that plane? It's the same colors as Starscream. Star wow. No, the Bumblebee, the robot design looks too much like uh, Michael Bay's. Yeah, but what I think what Kev's trying to say is that aesthetically, you could believe that if the 80s cartoon was made into a film, this would be it. Yeah. I, I, I think, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just, my mind's still stuck on that Michael Bay version of uh, Bumblebee and I don't like it because the 80s cartoon version, Bumblebee speaks. Yeah. This one he doesn't speak again and he looks exactly like the robot from uh, Michael Bay. I guess there's Even a the... continuation there but I, I like the fact that he's a Volkswagen and then yeah. he's more covered up. There's less parts showing. Yeah. you know. And he like literally turned his hay into a bee. Yeah, mm. and he's got the yeah. bee cover. The transformations don't look as complex which is something that you look at no. at first and then you're like, wow, that's so cool and then you see more and more of it and you're like, I, I don't know what's going on. Like I can't focus on anything. Right. The transforming part in the 80s is so simple though yeah it really has, simple I thought this movie was going the simplistic way but obviously it's not <laughs> I'm disappointed but this and the sound was there the original transformation sound yeah yeah that's fine I don't know I, I, I think Kevin and I uh, yeah no. I, we got suckered in yeah. I'm in I, I, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> because even the poster right the first time it was the poster that came out first and it was K Steinfeld yeah Haley Steinfeld, Haley Steinfeld yeah. standing beside Bumblebee and it's their backs that you see I, I thought for a second why is the, the, the same Bumblebee appearing in this old uh, this movie that's supposed to take place like in the 80s, in the 80s? Yeah. so I was I was thrown off mm. again well, just by looking at the poster and then I realized that okay he does transform into a Volkswagen yeah. which, is, which is good but I'm excited about Starscream that one I was excited <laughs> about yeah that, that looks like Starscream we saw like all five frames of it <laughs> yeah that and in this trailer, it seemed like they had to remind the audience that this takes place in the 80s because mm. there are cassette tapes here. Yeah. And lo and behold, oh, you I put want it to in see Soundwave. Soundwave? I would love to see Soundwave. The, as, the, a, the, as a cassette tape? The hi fi player <laughs> the releasing play? cassette tapes? Yes. JVC. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, we also got a trailer for this uh, movie starring Chris Helmsworth. It's called Bad Times at the El Royale. Apparently, it's a cult movie. It's a 70s movie, right? It looks interesting. It looks though. interesting. It's about this hotel called the El Royale, which is on the state lines of California and Nevada. Is it 70s? I, I, I don't know. It doesn't look. It looks modern. Like, aesthetically, it looks kind of 70s, I guess. You Maybe got, it's another case of La La Land. You, you got John Hamm in there. You got Jeff Bridges. Yeah, Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges. the priest. Uh... Well, but in the trailer, he he says out flat, "I'm not I'm not really a priest." Yeah, he came in as a priest, <laughs> and then after that, we found out that his character is not a priest what I'm in the trailer. What I'm most excited for is True Goddard, who directed the uh, Cabin in the Woods, mm. and that turned out to be a really nice and fun and weird um, sci-fi movie. So this one, it it looks weird as well, and it's got that Drew Goddard's kind of feel, which excites me. Okay, yeah. this next movie excite anyone? We got a trailer for the up coming Halloween movie. I'm confused at the chronology of the Halloween story now. You I've are? watched about nine of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is you supposed to take... You not watch Rob Zombie. I just watched John Carpenter. <laughs> uh, that actually, I stopped watching after Rob Zombie's one came out. Because like Rob Zombie's one in 2009 when it came out, yeah. he was like, no, this is the proper sequel to Halloween. And then they're like, no, this is the proper... Like, Rob Zombie make an origin for Michael Myers. He's the first one. He, he create like how Michael Myers became Michael Ma the Halloween Yeah, mask. it's mm. it's so confusing. I don't... Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is back. Yeah, she is. She got old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> she's she's really old. Uh, yeah. but I mean that's that's how people age. But I I found the trailer interesting. Yeah, I found it uh, also a bit refreshing. Uh, it's it's not like a slasher, a, a simple slasher movie. It's because Jamie Lee Curtis now is like hunting down Michael Myers. Mm. So that kind of angle interests me a little bit more than just a straight up slasher film. She had a very you know come at me bro kind of yeah. She's, so. she's wanting him to get out of jail just to hunt him down what bring it bring it yeah <laughs> uh, we also got a trailer for Peter Jackson's Mortal Engines now this was a highly anticipated movie of Zainal's you know unfortunately he's not here to defend himself so we are gonna take this whole trailer apart it looks I don't know what this is I don't even know anymore um, I, I, I saw the teaser a few months ago yeah and I was like, what is this YA rubbish? And then I saw Peter Jackson's name. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one came out. I watched 30 seconds. I couldn't sit through it. He that, didn't, he's not directing it. No, no. But yeah. like, I, f- I feel it's still like, why attach his name to it? Because this doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> the studio attached his name yeah, to it. It's not, uh, I don't know what to make of it. No? no? Yeah. Nah. So this is definitely no from, from us. Nah. I, I, I will watch it just to see how it, how it is. And how, just to spite Zaino. We should get Zainal's thoughts on this. But anyway, <laughs> this trailer just dropped today. And you guys, I hope you check this out today. It's the first full trailer, not a teaser, of the upcoming Predator movie. Yeah, I watched that. What did you think of it? I, I thought it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing about the Predator fran- or Alien franchise. Until the monster pops up, I'm not interested. So like when there was a lot of talking, I'm like, ah, oh, shut up. And then like the monster popped up, I was like, nice. So all the exposition is just whatever. Just yeah, yeah. Just out. show me the creatures. Yeah. And then when we saw the shots of the Predators, I was like, oh, I'm okay. I liked it. And in this trailer, we see Predator fight Predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is what is going on? Yeah, it looks pretty interesting. It seems like the humans are just caught in the crossfire kind Again. of thing. Again, as, you know, we're accustomed to. Yeah, pretty. <laughs> so we've gotten all those trailers within the last week. There's a couple more, but, you know, we, we, didn't have, we don't have time to cover them. Here's a trailer that I am, you know, sort of asking the question, when is it going to drop? It's the trailer for Aquaman. Right, yeah. Which is coming out at the end of this year. Oh, wow. It's six months away. Yeah, it's six months away. And we haven't seen anything. No promo art, no, nothing. We've seen Justin Momoa. Yeah, we've seen Justin Momoa in Justice League. Well, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> so James Wan has come out and addressed you know, the concerns. Okay. He tweeted out, I'm quoting his tweet, whispering, soon. <laughs> <laughs> he tweeted that out. Someone should tell James Wan that he's not a good marketing person <laughs> for his movies. <laughs> Oof. But I, I hope Dell minces beef better than he minces his wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you looking? Are you still looking forward to the? Aquaman I don't know movie? how I feel given this like bunch of uh, DC EU news that came out the couple, last couple of days. Yeah, the, the, I mean it's all you know on the corporate side of things uh, and you know the inner workings. I don't know. Man. I am still excited because for me anything from DC, no news is good news. So <laughs> I guess so. So I I I still have hope for Aquaman because there's no news of Aquaman so it, it probably just, it just might be good yeah it just this might be this literally could be it after five yeah. ta- after five attempts yeah, I mean, they like, may got it right because Wonder Woman didn't have much news and that Wonder Woman came out and that it was true. good so I don't want to hear any news from Aquaman I don't even <laughs> want to see any poster or trailer I just want to go to cinema and it's like what Aquaman is on already I'm buying the ticket that's it uh I would like to quote Jason Momoa as Aquaman here and say, You're out of your mind, Nikkei. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's something that came out of the DCEU that it was kind of interesting to me. Uh, Jared Leto's Joker has been confirmed to star in a Suicide Squad spin-off movie. So, after all the controversy of how he was not happy with Suicide Squad and he shot hours and hours and hours of footage that was cut out of the movie, even going so far as him saying... Uh, so what was cut out of the movie? Well, what didn't they cut out? You know, and things like that. <laughs> He's back now. And I, it doesn't say in the article whether or not this was one of the art projects uh, in the DCEU, like standalone films. But it says here it's a Suicide Squad spin-off. And this is alongside the uh, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey, yep. a Harley yeah. Quinn film. And the Open other... Siren. Yeah, so... <sighs> Well, <laughs> that is literally I my can, reaction when I, I read the headline. DC Comics is Jared Leto. Um, Jared Leto's Joker is getting his own spin-off movie. I literally just sighed and I went, 
Whatever. Okay. You're over it, right? Yeah. Like at this point, they are gonna highlight everybody, but the main heroes who could hold this universe together. Is this mentally exhausting you? Ah, uh, yeah. No. Okay. Just to check <laughs> this out, right? Like, do we really need a Jared Leto Joker movie, or would we be better off with a second Man of Steel? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You do have a point. Like, do we really need two Harley Quinn movies, or could we actually get a Green Lantern? Or a Batman movie. Or a Batman movie. Or you know, fine. If you want to highlight parts of the DC universe that you think people will watch, don't copy paste. Don't do one artsy Joker origin and then trash Joker. Don't do two Harley Quinns. If you have money to burn, burn it on the right characters. That's what I feel. Yeah, I think this is a a conspiracy theory of mine that because they <laughs> wanted the disclaimer <laughs> because they wanted Jared Leto for Suicide Squad 2 but in order to keep him happy they are giving him a solo movie That's that the, could be true that, yeah, I'm, I'm not doubting that because Warner Brothers has done that to Joss Whedon you know to put Batgirl on the table and they then... gave him justice that's a whole conspiracy theory that I don't <laughs> want to get into <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> alright a couple of episodes ago we talked about the upcoming James Bond movie which will be the 25th in the series uh, starring Daniel Craig uh, reprising his role as the titular character James Bond there is a rumor that Helena Bonham Carter could play the villain in the next movie I would buy that because she is she looks the part. She looks the part and she does have this crazy presence whenever yeah. she's on the screen. That's yeah. true. I, I would buy that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm for this news. I'm uh, here for her but not for Daniel Craig. I, I <laughs> don't think we need any more James Bond movies from this generation. Like I think Daniel Craig's story should have just ended. They could have gone with a new guy. I mean, mm. you know, this is an yeah. actor who has clearly expressed dissatisfaction with this role. Yeah. Here he is again. <laughs> you know, like, because okay. money. Yeah, like, okay. and he wants to be the ball on the twenty fifth film. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. Let's all spite the uh, internet trolls and give us a Jane Bond movie. <laughs> as yeah. long as they cast Daisy Ridley, I'll watch it. <laughs> yes. Oh, they should yes. cast Kelly Marie Tran. There we go. Now, like. <laughs> yeah. Why Here's not? a bit of uh, news from the MCU. It's regarding Avengers: Infinity War, and um, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but in China, there's only a certain number of Western movies that can come in. They have to be approved by the government, and you know, there's a there's a predefined runtime for these movies. Avengers: Infinity War has received a very rare extended release in China, so they've they've been given another month to show this movie in China. I don't know what what does this you know mean? Is is this the Chinese government sort of saying? Yeah, you know, we, we like these kinds of stories and, you know, this is uplifting or I, I don't know. Maybe they have some share in it. <laughs> no, I think it's Marvel just giving them a lot of money. Really? And I think yeah. it's a movie that's making so much money that the Chinese government cannot deny the fact that they're going to earn more from this film. By allowing it to play for another yeah, month. Yeah, because yeah. obviously they'll get something out of it, right? Yeah, like, I mean, like tax know, or something. local economy and whatnot. Yeah, yeah and I, I watched it earning. for the fourth time the other day mm. and I, I, I still love this movie. Mm-hmm. I can't... I, I get it. I understand why the Chinese government's playing <laughs> for, for this long. I get it. So you're happy with Avengers Infinity War? I love it. Okay. Here's someone who's not happy. Well, not with Infinity War. Stan Lee. He has a warning for Thanos over the uh, ending of, uh, of Infinity <laughs> really? War. Now, like, he, it was a video that was sort of tweeted out. And it's, it's sort of him acting to the camera saying... Wow, you know, I, I went on vacation and look what happened. Like, all these characters died. <laughs> so if I were Thanos, I would pack up and leave town because I'm coming back and I'm going to sort this out. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. It, it was a joke, but, you know, he it, it's sort of like fans kind of like to right, see it. That's yeah. why we love Stan Lee. Black Panther, apparently, Kevin Feige says, had one of the highest budgets in the MCU, even surpassing Captain America's Civil War. Uh, I would believe that because they, you had to costume an entire nation. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, just from the costume, you had to create an entire country. Mm. I would believe that, yeah. You would? I would, I would. So what would the budget be for Black Panther 2? Uh, oh, lower. Because they can reuse a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of the sets and I everything. So. Maybe. And they've already established that universe, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, part of the reason why they dumped all this money into Black Panther is because they were sure that there was that it was going to be a hit, and they wanted to break the stereotype that a movie with a black protagonist can do well right. in this movie space. And it did, and it did very well. Yeah, it, it did about a, a billion and a half higher about than the, the Avengers. Higher than the Avengers? No, the first Avengers. First Avengers. Yes, yeah, you're yeah. right. Benedict Cumberbatch, who is also involved in the MCU as uh, Doctor Strange, someone that Dell would like to see more of in the MCU. Uh-huh. He apparently is a real life superhero because he saved a man from four muggers. 
Wow. He was in an Uber with his wife, and they were passing by this alleyway, and he saw this food delivery guy get beat up by four guys. What? And he jumped down with the, the Uber driver, and they fended off these four guys. So, not just a this, superhero. This, this is like one of the most courageous things an actor has ever done. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they live a sheltered life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about it, right? Yeah, but, I guess so. Um, this reminds me of a story where Johnny Depp was leaving a hotel, and somebody was going to mug him, and he said, Hey man, look, I'll give you my money. Just like, relax. And apparently the mugger went, Oh no, you're Jack Sparrow. And he goes, I'm not going to mug Jack Sparrow. I'm going to turn my life around. What? Yeah, so this happened no. like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I remember what? reading that and thinking, that's so outrageous. So apparently no. the mugger was just like, I can't believe I was about to rob Jack Sparrow. I'm going to turn my life around. So he's like an entrepreneur and, a, and have his startup. Turns out it's Elon Musk. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, Jeremy Renner, who plays Hawkeye in the MCU, and you know he, he's part of the Avengers, he's got a movie coming out later this year called Tag. Now, if you don't know, it's a movie about a bunch of friends, and this story is based uh, on a real-life group of friends who have played Tag for like 30 years. They, they've been playing the same game of tag since their childhoods. And, you know, it, it surpasses, you know, funerals and weddings and all that. And, and the same group was still playing this game of tag for, you know, decades. Jeremy Renner is, is starring in this movie. And he broke his arms during the production earlier this year, which led a lot of speculation to believe that he broke his arms while shooting for Avengers Infinity War. Right. <laughs> which he wasn't even which in. Which he wasn't even in. Now we know. Because he broke his arms, and it's recently come out that he broke his arms in the first week of production of this movie, Tag, they had to paint his cast green all the way up to his shoulders. Right, yeah. And his arms will be digitally replaced no for way. the entire movie. No way. I want to see it. I want to I want to see if they do a better job at giving Jeremy Renner arms mustache. than removing <laughs> Henry Cavill's <laughs> mustache. <laughs> Can you imagine if the designer gets frustrated and just the arm goes rogue? Like, <laughs> like he's just standing and the arm's dancing. <laughs> See, this is this this kind of marketing worked on Kevin. He's gonna go watch the movie now. I am. <laughs> I actually want to see the James Bond. Nobody needed a reason to watch the next <laughs> Avengers movie. <laughs> no, no, this is for Tag. For, for oh, this, oh, this, this is tag, for tag. Tag, tag, yeah. Tag. Yeah. He Wait. broke his arms during the production. Comedy of yeah, yeah, but like, sets. so they painted his arm for tag or for tag? For tag. For tag. Oh, right. I thought it was Infinity War. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> for tag. He's not in Infinity War. No, the second why. one. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Dave Bautista, who we know as Drax from the Guardians of the Galaxy and now more recently Avengers Infinity War, he says he wants to star in the Gears of War film. As Marcus Phoenix. Marcus Phoenix. Nice. He I looks like Marcus I Phoenix. Yeah. I have. Have you played the game, Del? Nope. Nope. No idea what you guys are talking yeah. about. It's a video game. <laughs> so I'm gonna take a, a We'll engage Del when somebody expresses interest in a Tetris movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like Tetris. Do you like it enough to watch a movie about Tetris? About Tetris? If it turns out to be like Lego, sure. What What if it's like Battleship? What if it's like uh, yeah, Battleship? Like Battleship. Liam Neeson and uh, oh, that was Rihanna. Bad. It Rihanna. was bad. It was bad only because of Rihanna. No. Anytime Rihanna comes on screen, it's bad. It's how, bad. How can you be so sure? I look so offended right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm not in for her as an actress, as a performer. Yeah, because for Ocean Eight, I am not very keen on her role in it. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen it though? I saw the trailer mm. and then the scene with her, I'm like, mm, like it's not Rihanna out here, there. right? It's not out. Yeah. I think yeah. it's this week, isn't yeah, it? Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. It's out on Tuesday. It's on Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, so we may sneak in. And mm. Because it. her voice work in the Valerian was so bad. I did not watch that. I did not watch that. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I went to watch Apes instead. <laughs> <laughs> We talked about the Disney-Fox deal where, you know, Disney might be buying Fox over. Apparently, we have some reports that that deal may be in trouble because of Comcast's offer. Now, if you don't already know, Disney made a deal for the sum of $54 billion, billion. billion uh, in cash and stocks to take over Fox. This includes their ownership of properties uh, like the Fantastic Four and the X-Men. And, you know, it's something that Avatar. we as as fans would like to see to all be under one house so we could get more great movies more great crossovers. But Comcast more recently has come back and exceeded Disney's bid for an all-cash bid of like $60 billion. Right. So more than what Disney's offering. And, you know, we have some reports that Rupert Murdoch, who owns the Fox Group, is sort of, you know, thinking about the shareholders at this point in time and saying, I will go for the best deal. But you see, if, even if half of the Disney offer is in stock, Disney stocks are not going to go down anytime soon. 
Yes. I mean, traditionally, Disney stocks, they don't falter, even no. if they have a flop. Yeah. Yeah. Because, for example, if they're worth X amount now, they'll be worth 2X in 10 years. Uh, so, for example, George Lucas was paid 2 billion cash, 2 billion stocks at Disney for the Lucasfilm buyout. That 2 billion in stock is easily worth 3 billion now, given the success of the very franchise he sold them. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I feel like it's uh, still the better deal. Disney can never I think go he wrong. maybe is trying to get Disney to counter offer. Yeah, that, that's how it is. Could yeah. be. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. You know, of course, this is subject to government approval and whatnot. This is all, you know, politics. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Here's a franchise that could potentially go to Disney or Comcast because it's under Fox. The Expendables. And apparently Expendables 4 is happening and it's filming in 2019. Wow. Counter to what Sylvester Stallone has said, you know, I'm not coming back for another Expendables after the last one, which was quite critically panned I guess he's coming back so I mean he's making a fifth Rambo (laughs) yeah I mean who would have thought at how old is he 72 72 he's gonna be shooting another Rambo movie I don't know I would watch him even if he's 90 wow Okay. Um, <laughs> Dell's just sitting there going like, yeah, this kid. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking never say never in Hollywood. Yeah, you really can't. Yeah, that's true. Here's something that, you know, I sort of said, I don't want to see a sequel. But I'm sort of, you know, coming to the opinion of, yeah, I'll watch it when it comes out. We talked about this. Tom Cruise is uh, shooting yeah. uh, Top Gun. The Mummy too. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 I feel the need. (laughs) The need for speed. And this next individual also feels the need because he's coming back. It's confirmed. Iceman Val Kilmer joins the cast of the Top Gun sequel. I'm so excited. Really? It's Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Kenny Loggins is re-recording Danger Zone. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. This is a a real piece of... Really? Yeah, Yeah. he's gonna do the soundtrack. He's re-recording the soundtrack. Yeah. Wow. Danger Uh, Zone. Okay, no, I'm I'm excited for it now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It takes Kenny Loggins to get me excited for a Top Gun sequel. I'm gonna gonna preempt this whole thing and order my Ray-Ban Aviator. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm enlisting for the Air Force. (laughs) Speaking of uh, movies that I wasn't sure about and I didn't know I wanted, Godzilla. Now, there's a couple of iterations of Godzilla. We've got the Hollywood version, which is set to have its own universe. And there's also a Japanese version of this character. It's under Toho. The originals. Yeah, yeah. that that chain of uh, cinemas and production houses in Japan. End of last year, they had a Godzilla anime. Netflix movie. Yeah, it was. A, it came to Netflix, but it was a nationwide release in Japan. Oh, interesting. They say that they are planning a Godzilla cinematic universe. Of course. Which will debut in 2021. <laughs> I love how ambitious film production studios are becoming. They're it's... like, oh, yeah, yeah, we have Avatar 10 plan 2046. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, let's wait for the bubble to be over first, you know, before we make plans. I don't know. This this. The last anime film, which was on Netflix, I watched it and I was like, alright, it's a movie and that's all I can say. I can't say it was very I good. I watched Resurgence, I think the the one where he's a volcano. Huh? There, Godzilla the, is a volcano? Yeah, 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 the 2016 one. He was a volcano and then I watched the anime and I'm like, okay, I'll just wait for the Hollywood version. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, th- there's something about the Toho version of Godzilla where it's it's mostly anime. It is, yeah. And it's it's very, you know, in that anime sort of pacing, you yeah. know, more importantly, where they place emphasis on him walking yeah. or him looking or Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh well, they don't have the action beats no, down no, really. No. Uh, okay, fine. Now we're gonna move on to Star Wars and more particularly Solo, a Star Wars story, which you know we sort of gave good reviews of, and we hope that I've it watched it three times now. Three times, I watched it twice, and I still think it was good. Yeah, it's apparently gonna lose at Disney about fifty million dollars at least. It's not at too least. bad, considering that but does not include marketing though. That's strictly from production. And really? hist- and this is the okay. first Star Wars slash uh, Lucasfilm property to actually lose money I guess it can uh, it's really not about the quality so it's kind of tough because otherwise you know Lucasfilm can wake up from like not producing uh, quality movies but it is a quality movie it is a a very I think what it is it's uh, two things one a lot of people don't know where this takes place Mm. 
We do. Like, the average person thought this was episode 9. Sure. And A lot of people also had confusion with Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One. so I think it's a bit tough for people to digest movies that they don't know where it takes place mm. chronologically. Yeah. And this is just the general public. Yeah, yeah, and like if you think about it, even before the Disney acquisition, Star Wars was super confusing as it is. Yeah. Because it was 4, 5, 6, then 1, 2, 3. Yeah. That's true. That is so very it's true. just becoming more confusing. But it's a shame. I thought this was one of the most solid entries from them. Yeah, Disney Lucasfilm. Yeah, and mm. I can't wait to buy it on Blu-ray. But then again, okay, when we talk about how much Disney is losing from this, it's also because of the reshoots and the change of directors, which uh, Ron Howard came in and reshot the whole thing like ninety percent. So obviously, the 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 budget for it is gonna double for production. I don't see this as a loss. I see this as uh, just a, a step backward from what they usually earn because this is still. I really love this movie. I'm gonna watch it for a third time as well before it gets taken down from the cinema mm. um, which I, is next week by the way really yeah okay good to know <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, here, here's something that is a shame last week we mentioned very briefly that the spin-off of the Spider-Man universe Silver and Black was off the slate indefinitely apparently it's getting rewritten and they'll see whether or not they put it back on the slate I have no comment about <laughs> yeah. the Spider, Spider universe I don't know what to say no? no I'm gonna wait till Venom comes out yeah watch that first see how good or bad it is yeah, apparently, then... apparently, Venom is not going to be part of the MCU no, at no, all. It's no. it's in that Sony universe that they're trying yeah. to build, which is fine it's, as long as they give us a good movie. But from what I've seen on the, from the trailer, I can't I I can't tell. It's not something that is pulling me to watch it. No, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's just a thing where you're like, yeah, all right, all right, cool. See you around, Venom. <laughs> Alright, we saved this last bit of news uh, at the end because it is actually awesome. Now, we have had some conversations on this podcast about the James Cameron set of Terminator movies that are coming out. He is disregarding Terminator 3, Terminator Salvation, Salvation and Genesis. And he is coming up with a sequel to Terminator 2, right? So I'm excited about this because that means that we get back Linda Hamilton and we've talked about the possibility of Eddie Furlong. But a leak has come out and it shows the supposed actor that will be standing in for the character of uh, John Connor. It's a younger looking guy. He kind of looks like a young Edward Furlong. And also the CGI stand-in body double for Arnold Schwarzenegger. That news makes me so happy every time I read it. Yeah. Because apparently this is taking place right after T2. Right after T2. Judgment Day. My because favorite at the end Terminator of, movie. Uh, at the end of Terminator, they were going south. End of Terminator 2. One? End of Terminator 2. They were driving south, right? I don't know. They were driving in one direction. Yeah, so... <laughs> Um, so apparently this story takes place in the south. So like in Mexico? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like Mexico slash somewhere mm. in South America. Okay. Well, we don't have uh, solid plot details, but I just remember the last closing shot of Terminator 2 was just a dark road. Yeah. And then that was it. And was you it. hear narration from Linda Hamilton. I, I'm, I'm still very skeptical as to how much James Cameron is actually involved in this because he is like super busy with his Avatar movies. Which is and understandable. They're going to be masterpieces. <laughs> was, uh, that was not where I thought you were going with it but uh, because he has no time for anything else he's just putting his name on this just hoping that people will watch it I hope he actually guides the universe I mean th- this next movie yeah I think he would because uh, he has to make up for endorsing Terminator Genesis <laughs> that, and that's that's also why I can't take him seriously now Mm. And especially when he just goes mouthing off with like Patty Jenkins and <laughs> oh, yeah. this. I had a feminine character yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, he did that. He? Such yeah. a crybaby. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with this. I, it's just sad to see such a great director going down that route. Oh well. But I personally am excited for you know let's call it Terminator 2.5 yeah. for now. And I just want to see where this goes. You know, do they totally disregard you know the movies that came after it, which I think they should because someday... it'll be nice if they understand what happened and then they just do like a time travel thing that fixes it like they your future past thing but 10 times better yes. <laughs> reboot everything no yes. nothing is better than days of future past I can name you 10 movies after this nope yes uh, yes you can but I won't agree The Incredibles nope 
Dell <laughs> disagrees. Days of emotionally. future past. <laughs> All right, still the best. <laughs> so that's the news this week on the Wine Crew podcast. If you want to get in touch with us here on the show, you can do so via our Gmail account. That's thewinecrew at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you may be listening to us on our YouTube channel as well. Now we're going to talk about the movie that we will be discussing this week, which is Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> 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 now I was very excited about this movie. I I'm a big fan of the franchise. Yeah. I I love the previous movie Jurassic World, but this movie right off the bat I have to say 50% fanboy service and 50% sort of like trying to explore where else they can go with the franchise. <sighs> Man, the thing is this was number 2 on my most anticipated list. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have to say I was underwhelmed by it. I I walked out of the cinema and I was like because you know like the previous movie I was literally at the edge of my seat the entire time like I mean I knew like the good guys would win but still the Indomirex was pretty crazy (laughs) Um, but yeah and the thing about this movie is it's half one story it's half the other story Mm-hmm. Like it's half a Jurassic Park movie, but it's half a creature feature. That's true. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, all right, sure. I don't know, man. I don't know what to fully say, but I all I can say that I I like the opening. I I love the opening. Mm-hmm. Like the first that. five minutes. Yeah, and then I think the politics of it just made me uninterested. Mm. Okay, Dell, what did you think of Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom? Before we go into like you know full spoilers, the first part uh, on the island. The second part is back in the manor. Both parts had something to offer the volcano erupting and then that trying to escape sequence that was great the one in the manor i thought there are some elements of horror that was done well but the payoff was not there or couldn't live up to the to the the build-up so it's disappointing Mm. and the characters are more like caricatures at this point than when they were introduced in the original movie okay uh nikkei as compared to the first Jurassic World, I think every character are underdeveloped as compared to the first one. Yep. Like the first one, we sort of understood Chris Pratt characters, uh, mm. Jessica, hey, what, Jessica Chastain, Bryce uh, Dallas Howard character. But like in this one, I don't feel anything about them. Like were they even a relationship or what? Like I Apparently so. Like yeah. I don't care. Maybe, I, maybe it's a case where they were saying, you know, let, let's not focus so much on the human characters, but let's sort of maximize the dinosaur output on this movie but it didn't it didn't show it was and and the thing is like this was such a good potential you know like an, a volcano is erupting on the island how awesome is that but like which didn't look good by the way mm, CGI no, was no, a bit was so so yeah and then and, and you know what? Uh, the more I say it, the sadder I become this had Ian Malcolm yeah, yeah. this oh, had yeah. Jeff Goldblum in one of his most famous roles but he was uh, he was just there for narration I guess yeah just to set what the tone yeah, what a waste. Very quickly, just before we jump into spoilers, what did you think overall in like two words? Go see it or meh? I would say still see it just to see the monsters. The, the Sorry, the dinosaurs. Okay. Uh, see it? <laughs> uh, with a question mark? <laughs> question mark? <laughs> Whatever you want to do. See it, don't see it. Up to you. <laughs> yeah. I, I say see it just for the sake of seeing it. Yeah. Um, you don't have to rush to see it, but yeah. Anyway, now we're going to do like full spoilers for this movie. Spoiler! Alright, spoiler alert. Uh, if you don't want to know anything about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, do skip ahead. We've got time codes down below. First off, this movie, there were a lot of things that were wrong with it in terms of like logic and being physically possible. Wait a minute. You're talking about logic yeah. and physically possible at a movie that introduces yeah. you dinosaurs. I'm a yes. Look, they do say that it has been three years since the events of Jurassic World where the park was shut down. How are those gyro ball thingies still, still working? working? They oh, they rusted. didn't work. They did. They, it they, turned on. Did it? They it was, did, didn't it? It was no, just rolling. No, it was just rolling. No, Del's right. Okay. I was still awake at that point. Because I thought, wait, that thing got battery gun. <laughs> no, no, that was right. They were just no. tumbling in it. Yeah. Okay. My question is, what did the dinosaurs eat? Each other. <laughs> and plants and... <laughs> plants still grew. And we saw the Diplodocus ate a, a leaf from a tree. What did the Mosasaurus eat for yeah. three years? That's why. Yeah. In, that, in that tank. He can jump out and catch dinosaurs like what he did to the... In the first movie? Yeah. Oh, but... He did like a freewheeling thing and... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, now I cannot unsee that. <laughs> uh, okay, 
let, let, let's talk a bit more about the characters. Chris Pratt's character, Owen. It does, I don't think Chris Pratt's <sighs> even trying at this point. He's not trying anymore. He, he It felt like he wasn't like fully committed to this role. It's he a was, paycheck. It's a paycheck to him. I did not buy his motivations at all in this movie. I mean, I like the moment between him and Blue. Yes. Like, okay, so I like Blue in this movie. Um, and I felt super sad at the end. Spoiler, when Blue left. But I'm like, yeah, this is basically Planet of the Apes. Mm. You know? This oh, is, yeah, it he's, jo- he's James Franco. That's Caesar. Yeah, like, Caesar. Oh, oh, how sad. Like, all so right. Like, come back with us. Yeah. And it's like, and run. And he'll, like, and Blue, one, home. One of the things that I called from the beginning was that the little girl is a, is a clone. Yeah. What? You, you saw that? I called it. I was like, she's a clone of the mom. The, the people are watching it they're like that makes no sense and then at the end when it turns out that she's a clone and the throwaway was so bad it's like a stiff accountant actor going like she's a clone mm. <laughs> and then my friends were like that was bad <laughs> what's with the accountant plot I, uh, you know Rocky did it in Rocky 5 come on like, but uh, she's, she's not a clone of the mom she's a clone of the daughter her own mom as no. in who she was believed to be the yeah. mom you know like she she, she, lived, believed she that, lived her life yeah. to believing she herself. believed that her parents yeah. died in a car crash so as in yeah so what I'm trying so, to say is no no I, because I'm, I'm also trying to get this clarified because I don't really know you're I'm right confused. you're right it, so what I refer to the daughter is who she grew up believing to be her mom no as in she's the clone of herself yes who, that died yeah, yeah. with the mom yeah yeah, yeah. No, right? no because there's a mother daughter that died in no. the car crash no no no, no. That's no. That's, I'm confused that's, <laughs> a, that's, that's, that's all a story they made up a story that her mother died with her in a crash yeah. but she survived but in actual um, fact, she is the mother. That she's the clone of the mother. She, she's yeah. the she daughter. Is, mother. She is the clone of the of Lockwood's daughter. Yes. 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 Correct. Yes. Yeah. There it right. is. Because of the age, so they have to say that she's the grandchild. Okay, so what is that picture with the other lady? That's that the, that's the maid of, when she was younger. The maid. The, 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 the nanny oh, who took care right, the of, nanny the of yeah. Lockwood's daughter. Right, 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 right. So she's... To well, okay. I, I, I'm caught up. Okay, so the, <laughs> that's what that, I fell asleep then. Okay, the <laughs> listeners might get a bit confused. What we're talking about is one of the. It, it's the girl you see in the trailers for this movie, yeah. the one in the manner where the Indo Raptor is, is the coming. Indonesian the, Raptor. The, the Indonesian or Indomie Raptor, whichever you wanna to label it. She is actually a clone, and the you know the story behind that is that Lockwood and Hammond had a disagreement, and the only way they could make it right was for Hammond to say, "We'll clone your dead." daughter and give you a new one apparently that was it um okay so my memory of the first two jurassic parks are not that good was lockwood mentioned in those no yeah so he's a new character right but i think lockwood is a character from the books if i'm not mistaken and he's actually a partner of ingen yes yes he's one of the founding members of ingen i think because hammond did not do this alone he had shareholders and all that yeah i just assume he was in the background Mm. yes but they never mentioned him by name right no yeah that's what i never mentioned lockwood by name i don't know and like so that was the problem and then i'm like the accountant like he looks like a jerk (laughs) yeah yeah you know so how does nobody realize he's the bad guy well i I knew he was a bad guy because of the way he was acting no no, i mean i mean the people in that world like well how can oh and how naive could bryce dallas howard's character be well, she's an optimist and she's an activist. So, you know, you play ah. to their their wants and their needs. Anyway, what I did not really like about this movie is that it sort of took the actual beat for beat of the Lost World. Almost, yeah. Almost. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, go in there, capture dinosaurs. Yeah. And, you know, it was maybe for a different purpose. But ultimately, it was the same thing, you know. Yeah. Show it off. Or also, the it. lava underground, this, the bunker scene. When there was that dinosaur and it was Bryce Ellis Howard's character and mm. that tech guy. Yeah. How were they not sweating or thrown away because of lava literally a few feet away? Right. Well, movie well, ma. The Chris Pratt also <laughs> yeah, didn't. The, what was that? I was like, what? Okay, sure. <sighs> um, you know, like, is this small things that made me go like, this does not feel like a Jurassic Park movie. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Because of the lava? <laughs> no, because of like Chris Pratt suddenly fighting paralysis. You know what I mean? Right. I didn't like the kids, the 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 tech guy and the other girl. Yeah, that was the not doctors. needed. So the, the characters are annoying, or it was their acting. They were that very was hollow. Annoying. They were hollow. Yeah, right. it's like it's like somebody watched How to Not Write a Nerd One Hundred and One. Right, you know, and the guy has every like he doesn't like to fly. He does. It's so typical. Like he yeah. could be a, somebody in any movie. Like yeah. okay. it's such a cliche caricature characters. Yeah. yeah, and like the one of the saddest parts of the film was when the Brachiosaurus or the Brontosaurus died on the port. 
Oh yeah. You know, that like, was right. the only. That was so sad. I was yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't feel anything. I thought I was dead. I saw that scene, and I know this is supposed to be an emotional scene. Like if it was my pet dying, I would cry. But I couldn't feel anything because the the, the story didn't make me feel mm. like mm. for any characters, for yeah. the dinosaurs, even for Blue. I couldn't care less if Blue died True. at the end. Yeah, you you didn't feel that connection between. No, uh, not Chris like Pratt's the first character. movie. Yeah. My, my yeah. favorite character with a dinosaur that just headbutts everything. Me too. It feels <laughs> like a Pokemon. Yeah, it's like tuck, 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 tuck. You see, What's the thing the is, that dinosaur is also a dinosaur that was in the Lost World. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 exactly. They, so, yeah. to me, this was a beat-for-beat beat kind of movie. I was right. like, wow, you guys are totally recycling the right, Lost World. that makes sense. Uh, where are, the, where are the, 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 like the, the Force Awakens haters that said it's a rehash? Where are they for this Del, movie? Dell's going to war with uh, anti-Star Wars fans. So who did it better, huh? the first sequel or this sequel? I I, I don't you mean remember. You, like the first Jurassic Park, as Lost, in the, World, the Lost World, or Hidden? Wait, what's this? Uh, Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom? I think Lost World. Yeah. Lost World did Lost it better. Yeah. You know? Okay. And Lost World is not really one of my favorite films in this franchise. But yeah. I think it did better than Fallen I, Kingdom. I thought Lost World was actually pretty good. Mm. I think I'll revisit Lost World. And I think I felt cheated because okay, so naturally being a kid who grew up on Jurassic Park, uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of the T Rex. So every time the T Rex pops up, I start smiling. So when they were fighting the Indomie Raptor on the, <laughs> I'm calling it that. Just, just to clarify, we know it's Indoraptor. Please yeah. don't send us a message saying why you keep calling it Indomie Raptor. Why is it called Indoraptor anyway? It's because Indominus. It's Indominus. part of the species. Yeah. So, it's a so it's, it's a it's a splice of the Indominus Rex and more Raptor. Why call DNA. it Indominus Rex in the first? It must be something that links that Indo. Well, they probably took some Indonesian genetic. No, <laughs> um, no, I was serious. Because because Dr. Henry Wu is actually Indonesian. Oh, yeah. Wait, uh, I'm, I'm forgetting my train of thought. Yeah, yeah you go, go, go Sorry, ahead, go ahead. What Sorry. was your train of thought? Uh, you were talking about why the Indo. Right, right. Raptor. So I, I wanted. Like, the T-Rex is literally the king of the dinosaurs, right? Yeah. So when the Indomin- in- when Indomiraptor was on the roof and Blue was the only one fighting it, I didn't believe it. Mm. I really thought, why is the T-Rex not in the scene? Right. Why is the T-Rex not kind of just laying it, you know, yeah. laying the smack down? Be so the hero, speak. yeah. Yeah, because in the last movie, when the opening closure number nine, my jaw was on the floor because the T-Rex came yes. back in the fight. Yeah. And I'm like, you, you have the T-Rex right there. I can't believe Blue himself would fight because it's a raptor versus raptor situation. I don't know, but the Indom- Indomiraptor was five times bigger than Blue. No, no. twice, no. two twice or three times, three, 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 at no. least three. No, and and the thing is, the final confrontation between Blue and the Indomiraptor, as you call it was on like a roof structure so the T-Rex would not have gotten up there because no I was hoping the T-Rex would come from downstairs and just bite uh, again like, like the uh, like the mosasaurs right, right. again uh. that's also a, a problem that sequence when they were on the roof and then Bryce pointed the, the infrared at, at Chris Pratt yeah how do they know what to do those two idiots how do they how did Chris they, Pratt communicated to Bryce that okay you point that at me I'm gonna run towards it you just click. trusted her to do the right thing mm. what he just trusted her to do the right thing being kill Chris Pratt <laughs> yeah my favorite part of uh, of this movie Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom has got nothing to do with any of the dinosaurs it's when they have that scene in that museum place mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then uh, the girl was hiding the girl was hiding up in her room and Bryce Dallas Howard uh, character's Claire was injured and you have Owen like oh no I'll, I'll stay with you and she's like oh, no I... go help her like save the girl and, and then he's he, like and then no they kissed. And, then oh, they, yeah. and then they kissed and he went yeah <laughs> like <laughs> it's like power of love <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I remember that part. <laughs> this movie. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, the more we talk about this, the more I, I see know. The, the more we sink into you know yeah. this oblivious thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to apologize on behalf of us, the you know the panel this week. You know we may sound a little bit like we're ranting about this movie, and it's, it's because just because we really wanted to like it. We really wanted to like it, and uh, all of us, you know, four of us here today, feel like this movie let us down. You know, yeah. like we had so much hope because of the trailers and you know the potential plot of this. And I that. thought that part where. They they took the T-Rex's blood was super clunky. Yes. 
You know how he it was how, how he just kind of escaped the T-Rex's jaws like what? I don't even know what he was doing there. Like he was holding something up? He was taking what was he, doing? he was taking blood. Before no, blue. before that. What? He was with the T-Rex, right? Yep. And he was saying you have to Bryce that you have to climb up and take the blood oh, because, because I because can't do he anything. Had, he here. had to climb the 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 neck so the vein was exposed. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because, See, I'm so confused because he, you know, the skin's really thick, so he right. can't he can't do it alone. Right. So, <sighs> yes, in this movie, believe it or not, they give a raptor a blood transfusion uh, from blood yeah. taken from the T Rex. <laughs> where is <laughs> where is this franchise going? <laughs> More hybrids. If if it's any salvation for this franchise, it's the fact that Colin Trevorrow has come out and said that don't He'll worry. Part three. For the next Jurassic World Part Three movie, there will be no genetic splicing. Yeah. There will be no hybrid dinosaurs. It will be a return to you know basics. You know mm. in 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 terms of the franchise. And yeah, I'm for that. After seeing this movie, um, sure, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's give our ratings for Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Let's start with Dell. Uh, yeah, I don't like these uh, uh, hybrid dinosaurs. I'm gonna give this a five raptor teeth wow. out of ten. Okay, Nikkei? That's pretty high. Uh. I'm giving. <laughs> I'm giving two clone babies. Two. Yeah. One wow. out of ten. That is two out of yeah. ten. Yeah, I, I just shut my brain. Like after you I walk first, out, the, after I walk out, I just <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna give this movie. I'm sorry to say this, but four out of uh, ten. Four raptors out of ten. Wow! I, I, wow! Really? I think I built this movie too <laughs> think, much. Yeah. yeah. Well, between between all of us, you're the bigger Jurassic Park fan. Yeah. That's pretty obvious. Uh, um, I will actually give it seven T-Rexes out of wow. ten. Wow! Because because That's because seven <laughs> T-Rexes. That's yeah. where I'm getting the wow. No no no. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Because um, at the end of the day, there were still some parts that made me go nice. <laughs> like there were still some parts that I went nice, mm-hmm. okay. you know. So okay. I, if I count the number of times I said nice, I think it was seven. Okay, <laughs> okay. so it was seven. Seven. I, I, I stand by my score because I I hold the original, yeah. you know, two movies, Jurassic Park and The Lost World, sort of you know near and dear. And these are movies that I've watched. You know, if I had to guess, I would have watched Jurassic Park maybe about a hundred times yeah. in in my lifetime, and. To see them attempt to sort of do a second Lost World World was just, to me, it was a cop-out. It was like, really? This is the best you can come up with? Especially after the high point of Jurassic World. You're right. You know, and Jurassic World, in my opinion, was actually a good sort of revisit of the franchise. And they just failed in this second one, to me at at least. Um, But that doesn't stop me from saying, go and watch it. It it is overall an okay movie. I guess to pass the time if you have two hours to spare. And there are some jump scares, but not very much. And it's a little bit hard to believe some of the things in this movie uh, that take place. Uh, The motivations are not very clear for some of the characters. And uh, overall, it's just a movie. That's the best I can say. Uh, it's not great. So, um, if they do want to check it out, where should they check it out? Time Surplus. Yep, the best Cineplex to watch it in Brunei. So, yep, that's uh, our review of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which takes us to our next bit of the show, which is... Oi, apa liat-liat? Apa liat-liat? Hoi, kan semua kan? Apa liat-liat? Apa liat-liat? Eh, ada kuah semikuah. Apa liat-liat? See what see? Siaw leo. Yep, that's right. It's called Apa Liat Liat, which is what else we've been watching besides Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Dell, see what what? What's it see? I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's see what what? Okay, see what what? I saw Love, Simon, that uh, coming-of-age movie. Which one is that? Love, Simon? The Jennifer Garner and... So it's this kid who has uh, who has not come out of the closet. And uh, he, he in his school, there are some bullies there bullying other kids with his with the same problem and then there's another kid who's trying to come out so it's a really nice coming of age movie that caught me by surprise because i saw the trailers i was not interested in it until i saw the reviews were for it were great and then i went and watched it and i thought yeah it's a it's a really nice movie uh about high school and bullies and uh and being who you are and uh, it ended up being one of the uh, the better young adult movies mm, okay so yeah. it's, it's like a feel good 
kind of movie? A little bit, yes. Okay. Yes, a little bit of feel good and just really a movie about owning yourself. Oh, so it's 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 uh, it's a like a, a positive kind of up, message, uplifting kind of yeah, thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Nikkei, what's you see? Apa lelet? I watch a classic, Rebel Without a Cause. Nice, James hmm. Dean. Yeah. Nice. And watching this after watching The Room from Tommy Wiseau, <laughs> you can see that he took so much inspiration from that movie. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. that was he like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. But the movie itself, like Natalie Woods and James Dean, I don't see that it is that great of a movie that everyone mm. say it is because of the way the story goes. So, so it doesn't hold up in, in terms of storytelling, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Or maybe it's not timeless. Mm. But because James Dean was like the Hollywood guy and he only had so few movies yeah. before he passed. So, so Rebel is one of them and Natalie Woods was like a child star going into like adult movie. So it was like a big thing for her. But I don't know, I was a bit disappointed because of all like how they say it's classic mm-hmm. history is yeah. timeless. Yeah, but overall, So it's, it's been unnecessarily built up. Yeah. And then, and then you watch it for yourself and you're like, I, yeah. I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. Okay, all right. Kai, what have you I, been watching? I unfortunately have not been able to watch anything new except I've just been rewatching like solo Avengers and stuff like that in the cinema um, mostly because I'm preparing for Hari Raya so and you know because Kai is like a man of our time so <laughs> <laughs> I would not apologize for watching solo three times <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying anything about it. I'm just I saying. <laughs> All right. I very recently, yesterday, checked out the first Incredibles movie. This is to prepare myself for the upcoming Incredibles 2, which we'll be talking about next week on the next episode of the podcast. And after 14 years, it still holds up. Yeah. It's still a good film. I actually teared up towards the end of the movie when Mr. Incredible says, I can't, I'm not strong enough. And then right. you've got you've got Helen Parr, Elastigirl saying, what? You don't have to be strong enough. This is not about strength. And then he goes, I can't lose you again. I'm not strong enough. And I thought, right. this yeah. movie had so much heart. Yeah. I yeah. forgot about that part. And uh, it caught me by surprise. But it's still thoroughly enjoyable and I can't wait for the yeah. next. Jack so. Jack still gets me every he still, time. Yeah, he still gets me. <laughs> and we'll see what happens on the next movie, which if the online publications are to be believed is overwhelmingly positive. Oh, yes, I hope so. Uh, some say even better than the first. What? Oh. Yeah, so really? we'll see. Uh, check out what we think Kai next. Kai is so uninterested. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to feign interest though? <laughs> no. Will no, 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 that make you happier? No, 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 it's no. fine, it's fine. So, do check us out next week on the next episode of the Wine Crew Podcast where we will be talking about Incredibles 2, the long-awaited sequel to 2004's The Incredibles. 14 years after the original, we finally get a sequel. <laughs> anyway, this is Kev signing off for the Wine Crew. I'd like to thank my co-host for joining me on this show. Thanks to Del, DK, and Kai. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>